Welcome back to Bob's Fishbowl, everybody. I'm Bob. Over there, our extra-dimensional fishbowl. This show is very simple. Basically, the world asks questions, and I answer them. I think you can hold on to that concept. Downstairs, we have world's best executive producer. He's down there playing Fortnite, but I was as I was walking by the door, this is how good of an executive producer he is. He's, he's got the headphones on, because when you play Fortnite, you talk to your friends while, while, while you're playing, and he's encouraging them. No, just get on SoundCloud and search Bob's Fishbowl. There you'll find the show. So tonight, I, I, we're, we're going to blow up in the Fortnite gamer community, so tonight's show better be a good one. And we'll get to, uh, we'll get to Fishbee in a moment, I promise. I promise we will be there in a moment, Fishbee. But first tonight, I watched the entire thing so you don't have to. Allegedly, the official kickoff to the Trump 2020 campaign. And every time I watch a State of the Union, every time I watch a full Trump speech, I consistently have the same reaction. Can someone please alert the flight attendant that I'm going to be needing one of those bags? O-M-G-W-T-F. What is going on? Four years ago today, Trump took down the escalator, him and Melania, to announce his, his candidacy for presidency. And we all laughed. We all thought it was a joke. And it turns out the joke was on us. And now we're living with these consequences. And scary enough, President has Trump, he's, he's only been president for two years. It seems like he's been president forever. And if he wins in 2020, and I hate to say it, my Democratic friends, if that's the way you lean, if the election was held today, and I've, regardless of the polls, I think Trump would win today. I think Trump would win. I, I think there's a lot of great candidates on the Democratic side that have, that have a lot of, of, of worthy ideas. We'll see what happens during the uh, first two debates in a couple weeks. But I am still, I still have this pipe dream of either Michelle Obama or Oprah or even better, together. Better together, you know. That's, that's a ticket that, uh, that I think would win about 40 states, so. Um, I did take notes on the rally. Let, let's, let's go through these real quick. So even though Trump said tonight was the official kickoff in Orlando, he actually filed to run for re-election either the day he was inaugurated or the day after he was inaugurated. He's already had 60 campaign rallies. And the reason you declare that you're going to run again so soon, that's, because, that's so his political action committee and all these other groups and everyone else can donate to his campaign because he's technically a candidate. In fact, I had the opportunity to donate to President Trump's re-election fund this evening. A little more on that uh, in a minute. Uh, it was not lost on me that this thing was in Orlando. And thank God my kids aren't there right now because th they live in a suburb of Orlando, a bougie one called Winter Park. And uh, my other daughter lives in a Jacksonville, Florida now. So she, she was a safe distance away from the Amway Center. And, and you can ask the Orlando Magic. Only losers play the Amway Center. So, 
I mean, you you could ask. You could ask. You could ask the Orlando Magic. How was, that was their last decade bid in the NBA, and and the fact that it is the Amway Center too, uh, an organization, a corporation, a company that uh, they're very litigious. So let let me say this carefully: is it uh, is is it fair to say that the history of Amway is checkered and controversial? That's fair. Can we can we get that? All right. So, yeah, it, that ma- it makes sense that uh, if Trump is going to go anywhere, the Amway Center makes a lot of sense for the guy that founded Trump University. Anyway, uh, so he's done 60 campaign rallies. Uh, it took all of four minutes for him to start ranting against the, quote, fake news the first chant of the night wasn't USA, USA. It was either CNN sucks or a media sucks chant. Truth be told, I couldn't make it out. The next chant was something about draining the swamp, and Trump still continues to go with this brand that he is the ultimate swamp drainer, meanwhile running the swampiest administration in the history of the United States of America. Scott Pruitt at EPA, how swampy was that dude? Thank God he's gone. Uh, uh, Zinke over Department of Interior, how swampy was that dude? Thank God he's gone. It's one big cesspool of swamp monsters. It was bad before he got there. Now it's a free-for-all in the swamp and swamp people. But his followers, they, they yeah, that guy is that guy's draining the swamp enough, enough, enough that they chant. The next chant, he starts going off on Hillary Clinton again. He just can't let this go. Was talking about how now that he has a great attorney general like William Barr, maybe they'll look into Hillary Clinton and her 30,000 deleted emails. Hillary Clinton is not running for president in 2020. Hillary Clinton has already been, like, like, this investigation has already happened. It's already happened. What, what are we doing? And then the chant of lock her up still? And that's rich. That is rich for a dude who's already individual one in an indictment in New York. President Trump talking about locking up political opponents is a dangerous long-term strategy to put that into the American psyche that that's an appropriate outcome with politicians that we don't like to lock them up. Despite all of President Trump's crimes, I don't want to see him in jail. I just want to see him on the side of the road picking up garbage and his money confiscated. At least most of it. The portions that he gained illegally, which, um, you know, I think deserves a full audit. So, uh, Also, uh, he went on, uh, uh, speaking of William Barr, his great attorney general, to point out that the Mueller report, no collusion, no obstruction. Read the Mueller report. There's 10 examples of clear obstruction. It's right in there. But the attorney general determined there was no obstruction. Congress hasn't certainly determined that. 
An independent arbiter certainly hasn't determined that because William Barr is not the Attorney General of the United States. He's the Attorney General of Donald J. Trump. And the only reason that William Barr, Attorney General, says that there is no obstruction is because he subscribes to the, the, uh, the unitary executive theory which is basically the enumerated rights uh, that establishes the president in Article 2 of our Constitution that the president can't commit a crime because he's the president. But that's not the way our system was designed to work. We fought a revolutionary war to get away from that mentality. We don't have kings in this country. We have presidents. And I pray to L. Ron Hubbard that during the course of this administration, we can finally determine once and for all that no man or woman in this country is above the law. It says right on the side of the Justice Department where the law ends, dot, 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 tyranny begins. And I think that should stand for something we will see. We will see. Trump went on to point out that he's already got 107 federal judges confirmed. This is, this is scary. These are, these are lifetime judges, and go figure, all of them also subscribe to the unitary executive theory that the president cannot commit a crime. Go figure. And Lindsey Graham, of all people, was there. Lindsey Graham got a standing ovation for the work he's done on the judges, specifically Brett Kavanaugh, a justice of the Supreme Court that I don't feel should be there. And then there was the typical series of lies about Democrats that just drives me crazy. He talks about how Democrats want to take away all your rights. They want open borders. They want to take all your guns. Just, just these hyperbolic, bald-faced lies that are not grounded to reality. What kind, how, do you, how do you debate someone that just creates their own mythical world, and as Kellyanne Conway said, is, is just full, you know, there's facts, and then there's alternative facts. The left doesn't say this about the right. The, le the left, I don't know any Democrats that have a visceral, hateful reaction of all things conservative and all things Republican and think they're trying to destroy the country. And when someone says that, they believe it. Meanwhile, on the Republican side, you have Fox News doing basically that show 18 hours a day. It's Fox News, barely a news outlet. It's, it's, it's a communications arm of the Republican Party, and now it's a communications arm of this White House. Something also I found curious, and, and, and we'll, we'll zip through this here, but the uh, president said, quote, where the people who lose an election 
refuse to concede. He was talking about Hillary Clinton and, and, and making some justification that the Mueller report is the Republicans trying to get a redo on the 2016 election. Uh, we'll see if those words come back to also haunt the president, where the people who lose an election refuse to concede because it started with Bill Maher and now John Oliver, and I certainly believe it too, that if President Trump loses the election, um, at, what, at, at what point do you expect him to concede, and at what point do you think he's going to willingly leave the White House? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And then there was another lock her up chant. And this is, this is the media silo that, that, that the Trump booster on, on, on this level. And I get it. There's, 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 there's plenty of Republicans that, that don't like the president's tweets. They could do without his brashness, but they like what's going on with the economy. They like what's going on with the stock market. They agree with some of the, 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 the relaxation on, on, on regulation as, as, as a method to, to spur the economy. I, 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 I get that. But then this crowd, President Trump is hanging out with Sean Hannity way too much because he starts talking about how Hillary Clinton and her 30,000 emails acid-washed a hard drive. He acid-washed the hard drive, which is the exact verbiage that Sean Hannity used forever. And I've got a new, and, and, and clearly the president is, is going to research this. There's no such thing. There's no such fucking thing as acid-washing a hard drive. And President Trump goes, it's very expensive. Nobody does it. It's very expensive to acid wash a hard drive. Well, there's a reason no one does it. It's not a thing. It's not a, th it's a program called bleach bit. And I get that bleach is an acid, but a program that deletes your hard drive called bleach bit is completely different than acid washing your hard drive. But in 2019, facts be damned. Thank you, Fish B. I appreciate your support. Uh, President Trump also said the only way these corrupt politicians will, uh, will accept defeat is an earthquake at the ballot box. And I think that's projection. The only way the president concedes is an earthquake at the ballot box. We'll see how inspired the Democratic base gets once the Democrats finally have a candidate. Also interesting, uh, uh, today he took, he took a crowd vote by applause. President Trump is conducting his, his, his campaign <laughs> by applause. Uh, he gave the, the crowd to choose what his slogan should be. Should it be MAGA? Should it be Make America Great Again? Which got, got, got a, a really warm round of applause. But then he threw out Keep America Great, and it wasn't even close. Keep America Great got by far the bigger approval. That means hashtag MAGA, at least MAGA is kind of an acronym you can say as a word that makes sense, but hashtag CAG? K-A-G? 
I don't, uh, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I've, I already tweeted about it, but I, I don't think hashtag CAG is a winner. Trump also brought up Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And honestly, th- th- this is what Sarah Huckabee Sanders said. The only person in Washington, D.C. who consistently lies less than the president, the only person, but still lies a lot, is Sarah Huckabee Sanders basically every time she opens her mouth. So it, it was funny. Trump brought her up to say a few words because-, because she's resigning at the end of the month. And she said, quote, serving President Trump was, quote, truly the honor of a lifetime. And whenever Sarah Huckabee Sanders starts a sentence with truly, comma, that's an ex- that, 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 that's a red flag. That's time to pause when Sarah Huckabee Sanders starts any sentence with truly, because really, when's the last time she spoke anything honestly? She lies for a living. And not and and not just it is not just like a shill doing spin business for 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 like some some company. There's no dollar amount. No, she's she's in the business of duping the American public. And based on that, her reward is more than likely going to be voted the next governor of Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas, what are you doing? You can't come up with a better candidate. It's obviously going to be a Republican. It's Arkansas. But in all of Arkansas, the best candidate you can find is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Come on. Back to the speech. And this is this was the biggest and most offensive lie of the evening by far. President Trump said he was talking about our beautiful, beautiful, crystal clean air and water. Use the phrase crystal clean air and water. Uh, The environment is going in the wrong direction. And if you want to talk about water, ask Flint. Um, The quote was, our air and water are the cleanest They've ever been by far, to which a rousing applause of 20,000 at the Amway Center. Yeah, you betcha. We've completely gutted the EPA. We're burning more fossil fuels than we ever have. Okay, all right. Keep making, keep making coal mines and God. Why don't, why don't we just have every train in the country just running on coal? I want, I want the air conditioner outside the house in Spokangelis to stop running on electricity. I'd like to go out there every few hours and just, just, just huck a shovel of coal in there. God, our air and water are the cleanest they've ever been by far. I am thinking about my grandkids, and I'm thinking about the guilt our generation is going to feel unless we get on the ball. Even if you don't have kids, if you just have dogs and cats, think about the grandkids of those. You're you spayed and neutered. Okay, all right, all right. But you get my point. You're there with me. Um, there were a couple things that I actually agreed with the president on tonight, just to prove that I'm not a complete partisan. Shill, and, and I'm, re- I'm, I'm really not. 
I just have a, as, as a human being with a pulse, I have a strong visceral reaction to the worst president in the history of this country. I'm sorry, the truth hurts, but that's the truth. Um, the, the, the right to try initiative, which is if you're dying, uh, you can try whatever experimental medication you want. I, I totally and wholeheartedly uh, agree with that. He brought that up. So me and the Donald, we are cool with that. Uh, he didn't bring up any of the uh, the federal prison reform, but if, if he did, uh, Donald and I would, 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 would be cool on that. And although I completely disagree with his solution, he said Republicans and Democrats must work together on immigration, and that is absolutely 100% true. The only thing is, there's been a bipartisan agreement on immigration three or four times now over the last 10 years, and all of them have stalled and gone nowhere. The, the Senate already came up with a compromise for Trump last year, and he told them on TV that he would sign it and then changed his mind two days later. He also talked about the Second Amendment. Those were, those were huge applause lines in Florida because Florida loves their guns. They also love the fact that if you're scared of a black kid in Florida, it's legal to shoot them. It's called the Stand Your Ground Law. That's why uh, uh, George Zimmerman, the guy that murdered Trayvon Martin, is walking around signing autographs at gun shows. Uh, I also happened to see... Uh, they didn't promote it on the screen on Fox News, although I'm surprised they didn't. But I saw, I saw on, the, uh, on, on the digital banners around the Amway Center uh, to text Trump to 88022. So, of course, I texted Trump to 88022, and, uh, and, and here's what I got. First, first, I had to, uh, it brought me to, uh, gave me a link to donaldjtrump.com, and, and first I had, to, I had to enter my zip code, and I assume these things are micro-targeted, and in my zip code, like apparently so many, uh, my number one issue must be immigration. Maybe, maybe in Florida you would get some Second Amendment things, but because uh, I, I, I got one that, sa that, that says this. It says, Democrats don't care about your safety. You're all in caps. Democrats don't care about your safety. But President Trump knows America needs border security. He knows America needs the rule of law. He knows America, all caps, needs the wall, exclamation point. So at this point, I have to, I have to submit my name my email address, and my zip code again. So I put first name Dick, last name Fuck. I put my actual uh, uh, email and, and my actual uh, 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 zip code. And then, and then I click submit my name. And then it clicked me over to another screen where uh, thank you for adding your name to the Stand with President Trump initiative you have certainly proven yourself to be a loyal friend of President Donald J. Trump through your steadfast support and our shared agenda. Your continued support is critical to make America great again. 
please make a special contribution immediately to give us the resources to fight back against the Democrats. And then it clicked me over to a, there, there was a clock, a very intimidating clock counting down from five minutes. And I could either donate 25, 50, 100, 250, 1,000, or the maximum personal limit, $2,800. And I was on the clock and there was, and there, and, and I had a button I could push to make it a, a rolling, recurring, monthly automatic charge. And obviously I'm not, I, I, so I, so I just put zero cause, cause there was, there was an option for other. So I put zero cause I'm not supporting this fella. And, and unfortunately it told me donating zero dollars wasn't an option, but I look forward to the emails I get. Uh, from now on, and uh, I will, I will, I will share those with you. So anyway, that's uh, that is the uh, that's that's Trump 2020. Keep America great again. Should we? Uh, you want to get to the questions? I realize that was. I mean, this is kind of a kind of a different night. If if you only wanted to hear about the 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 Trump 2020 kickoff, then. Uh, uh, we're done with that. We're done. So we're, we're, we're moving on to the Fish B portion of the program, and then we'll get to the Paleta Bola de Fuego portion of the program, and then we'll get to the point where I go watch my kid play Fortnite and think about my life. So that'll be fun. Question one. Is it true the Trump administration hired the wife of Dr. Sebastian Gorka? Oh, you're damn right that's true. Her name is Catherine Gorka. I believe uh, she used to write for Breitbart, and she's famous for her anti-Muslim views, just like Sebastian, and, and where she went by the name of Kathy. But, but she will be the new press secretary, the spokeswoman for Customs and Border Protection. And I, I, she apparently is not a doctor of any kind, because if she was, she would put doctor in front of her name like her husband. And if I remember correctly, just because it's fun to say, and I have it stained on my brain, rhyme unintentional, but where did Dr. Sebastian Gorka receive his doctorate? Well, of course, he received it at the University of Minnesota Duluth Halloween store located just slightly off campus. Just slightly off campus, the University of Minnesota Duluth Halloween store, located just slightly off campus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next, uh, WTF, did Trump say about the Central Park Five? He was asked about this today, and, and, and this, is, this is back in the news because of Anna DuVernay's uh, miniseries on Netflix that made my daughter Chanel ball her eyes out on the plane once I picked her up in Phoenix and we flew back to, uh, to, to Spokangelis. But President uh, uh, Donald Trump, on the subject of the Central Park Five, uh, darn it. Ah, I had it somewhere. There, anyway, yeah, uh, he, he basically refused to apologize and said uh, uh, there's people on both sides. Like, he hasn't learned his lesson about talking about uh, race issues. There's people on both sides. The guy took out a full-page ad in the New York Times demanding the death penalty of five innocent teenagers. 
doesn't think that's bad, but you know, he's this is this is this is this this is classic narcissism. You don't you don't have to go too far into Wikipedia. Uh, narcissists don't apologize ever. They're they are they are mentally incapable of ever admitting that they made a mistake. Trust me, I have my experience with them, and it's frustrating. Do the Lakers win next year's NBA championship? They're the betting favorites in Vegas. They've got Anthony Davis now. If they're if if they're able to get a uh, Kemba Walker out of Charlotte, who is a great point guard, won a won a college championship at Connecticut. But if 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 they get those three and Golden State next year, as Michael Wilbon on PTI correctly described it, basically has to take a medical redshirt year. Golden State is out of it. Yeah, the Lakers are in great position, but we will see where Kawhi Leonard lands, who may be asserting himself as the best player in the league. Dear Uncle Bob, is the Disney princess hot? She sounds she sounds hot. Um that, you can tell that's a question written by a teenager. You, usually, I don't like to talk about uh, women's uh, looks on the show. But uh, just so you know, uh, because the Disney princess isn't here, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of the most, yeah, she's, she's incredible looking. Oh, my God, she's incredible looking. Um, funny, f- funny story about her, uh, funny story about her yesterday. She actually, uh, uh, right now, unfortunately, uh, she was in a car accident and, 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 and busted her ankle and had to have, had to have a couple screws put in it. And, and she's recovering just fine, but she's still walking around on crutches and a walking boot, yet still looks fantastic. So, so she's walking around on crutches and a walking boot. And whenever I hang out with her, wherever you go, because uh, everyone likes to talk to beautiful people, they ask her, uh, oh, what, what did you do to your foot? It's an easy conversation to start with a beautiful person. Everyone wants to ask her. I've heard the question eight million times. So... Uh, yesterday, her and I are at the weed store, and uh, and this and and this guy goes, "Man, what'd she do to her ankle?" And I thought I thought I would answer the question for her, and, and I I thought my retort, honestly, in the moment, was pretty good. I say she didn't do anything. I just have a gimp fetish and make her wear it. It was funny to me. And my, you, you don't, all right. It, it was funny to me. It was funny at the time. I, you know, I was tired of these, these questions, asking all these strangers. As global media ombudsman, how did uh, Family Feud get 6.9 million viewers and the George Stephanopoulos 30 Hours with Trump only got 3.9 million viewers? Uh, there is a very simple answer to this question, and I have heard multiple pundits on the television today discuss that, uh, that, that, that that's a big deal, that, that this, this, this is somehow evidence of Trump fatigue, that Trump only got 3.9 million viewers with George Stephanopoulos. But, but as global media ombudsman, that's why I'm here. That family feud number w- was huge, not just because it's the feud, It was the feud, it was directly on right after a fantastic NBA Finals game. And it was Steph Curry's family against Chris Paul's family. 
even we watched it over here, like me, my mom, and, and, and my daughter. So that, that, that's why the family feud isn't typically pulling 6.9 million viewers on a Sunday night. That was a freakish number because they had a freakishly exciting sporting event. So everyone that's talking about, that's using that as an example of Trump fatigue, uh, they are wrong. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Hey, Fish B, yeah, we got you, we got you. Are you serious about ketamine therapy or just creating drama for our show? Uh, did, I, did, did, did I sound like I was... Uh like, like, like I was joking, to quote Michael Wilbon, for, uh, uh, who we mentioned earlier, did I stutter? Did I stammer? No, I am, like, if this, if this can help, if there's a chance, I am absolutely dead serious about it. Absolutely dead serious about it. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, who writes... In Alabama, it's illegal to have a pet squirrel, but it's not possible to test a squirrel for meth. Yeah, Fishby, I'm with you. That, that's good to know, but not a question. Good to know, but not a question. Apparently, some guy in Alabama had a pet squirrel, and it was taken away by the Limestone County cops. That was, I'd like to see that one on cops. I hate that fucking show. But whatever. They go and they get this poor guy's squirrel. They released it into the wild. They don't think it's going to make it because they think the squirrel was doing a lot of meth. I was fucking Alabama, you know. Um, time for lastly. Okay, Paleta Bola de Fuego. At least that's on Google Translate, the paddle ball of fire. Tonight's been quite a show, quite a grand fit. We, but we had to go through the Trump 2020 kickoff. We had to go through it. So we will just mention one thing and one thing only. There was a $1 billion. I've never heard of this in my life, and I've been around. A $1 billion cocaine bust. I think we can all agree that's a lot of blow, and someone's in trouble that that didn't get delivered soundly. Someone's job is to make sure $1 billion of cocaine gets to point A to point B appropriately, and they failed miserably, and they're not having a good day at work. Whoever, whosever job it was to secure that the $1 billion of blow make it uh, clearly failed. And uh, I, uh, uh, whether, whether it's U.S. detention for the rest of their life or, 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 or a simple, polite death somewhere south of our border, uh, a bad day. For, uh, for, for, for some individual. Anyway, that is, a, that is a lot of show tonight. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, that is Summer Vacation 6. You, you know I love you. Tomorrow will be even better, or at least we will try to make it so. Life is short. Be as nice as you can. Love you. Bye-bye.